1: This episode of Fucks Given is brought to you in association with our favorite intimate brand, Lalo.
2: We actually do love Lalo. They have been giving us great toys since the beginning. I think Lelo was my first love for luxury toys.
1: Mm, they were so good I've got so many at home in my drawers and I use them all the time yeah all
2: the time (laughs) it's like if I want to insert something I go for Layla
1: (laughs) definitely it's really important isn't it to have good quality sex toys because you need to be aware of the materials that you're putting down on your genitals
2: yeah I was always buying the cheap ones and as soon as I got my first Layla I was like whoa this has changed everything why haven't I been doing this from the beginning
1: yeah we need to look after our genitals absolutely and we we also have a discount code for you guys, 20% off Lalo products.
2: For all you juicy listeners, just type in "Come comecurious20, all uppercase with no
1: spaces. For more information and to explore your own sexual desire, visit Lalo.com. Thank you, Lalo.
2: Thanks, Lalo. I'll be seeing you tonight.
1: <laughs> You're listening to Fuck's Given, the one where we interview Carolina from Blogger in a Poll.
2: Welcome to Fuck's Given. I'm Reed
1: and I'm Florence and we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy.
3: yay hello thanks for having me <laughs> i'm like okay. a friend's episode
2: now yeah. oh, it's literally <laughs> so excited to have you on today can you
3: tell us a little bit about yourself in better words Right, so I'm kind of like a poor Batman in the sense that I've got many different lives at the same time. I don't have Bruce Wayne's salary uh, <laughs> and I have more um, secret identities. So at the moment, I am a criminology PhD student, a visiting lecturer, but I've also got my blog, which is Blogger on Paul and I'm a pole dance performer and I'm a writer. So all of these things together proceed to make my brain explode on a daily basis. Literally,
2: (laughs) you are a superwoman. You do so many things, that's incredible.
3: How did, how did you get into pole dancing? So I moved to Australia for about a year and a half uh, mm-hmm. to do a master's in criminology. And I had all of these ideas about my life in Australia where, I don't know, like I would set up a small business and sell panini on Bondi Beach and be super <laughs> successful and everybody would love me. It wasn't like that. I didn't, <laughs> it, it was hard to make friends because my course was uh, mainly made of older professionals mm. and I didn't know anybody. So um, I think there was an, add near my uni campus about a pole dance studio that had a free trial class. And I was like, okay, I'll go. Because mm-hmm. I used to do artistic gymnastics as a child. Oh, wow. Not like professionally, mm. it was just one of those things that I did twice a week. And, <laughs> and <I laughs> then missed... profe- twice a week mm. is not professionally, surely. What? No, because uh, I mean, like- That's it, all cool. It, it was it was fun, but like it was a hobby for me as a child. Uh-huh. Um, but I missed being upside down because I really like doing handstands and the danger and everything. <laughs> um, and I was feeling quite low. Lonely and I wasn't feeling very self-confident because mm. I moved to I moved to Australia because I wanted to run away from London because I was dating someone that was really bad for me. And I was Aww. like, OK, I'll just go. Yeah. Um, and did, did it work? It kind of did because oh. um, it uh, like as soon as I started pole dancing, I became a lot more self confidence self confident, had a lot of new friends, um, and kind of started loving my body again, which was great. Um, so I never looked back, and it was a great community to kind of fall into and yeah. um and now it's it's really a huge part of my life like i compete i perform oh, amazing it's really
1: cool we need to come and see
3: you you should yeah yes, so please. where where do you do your performances so and how regularly um sorry so i've got two upcoming ones um there are a couple of showcases where mm. just where people just perform so i've just had one actually for women's day and it's called filthy friday you should follow them on instagram because <laughs> oh. they're amazing they're about embracing pole dancers of all backgrounds of all genders and gender identities and all shapes and sizes to get different styles of performances over there that Um, sounds
2: like a ray of sunshine it's really nice and it's
3: super chill as well there's no pressure on the performers or on the people Uh, but then i'm also competing so there's one competition at the Bethnal green working men's club on the 11th of may and that's Mm -hmm. called floor play (laughs) so that's where there are no poles but you can do like anything on the floor so i tend to like twerk or do something Amazing um, So that's on the 11th of May And then on the 1st of June There's another one That's called Exotic Generation And it's on um, It's in Notting Hill In a theatre And that's gonna have polls It's quite big So I'm really excited That I got wow. in but I'm um, so <laughs> Oh yeah. But I've seen videos uh, of Reed pole dancing herself. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> in Jamaica. <laughs> my you, cheeks are going red, and my face cheeks. You, are you were really good. That, yeah, maybe you should. Uh, you should um, teach Reed how to do it properly. Oh no, my, yes, I would love should to should do one-on-one. That a would one be one really fun. fun. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because you were really good, and I think what you have, what you had in that video, is what many people that pull dance for years don't have and it's confidence. the attitude and the, the confidence. Attitude. Cause I think like you could be the best performer, but if you, if it looks like you're not enjoying yourself and you're, I don't know, fearing for your life on that yeah. stage, you don't convey anything to the audience. And you were like, yeah, I love it. Well, this. cause I, yeah. I had,
2: I'd never really, well, I'd never You'd touched a pole <laughs> ever. And I was like, fuck it, let's give this a go. Why not face your fears? Because yeah. that's what life should be about is being terrified of something and then facing it head on. Mm-hmm. And honestly the rush and the exhilaration you get. I mean, I nearly shat myself afterwards, but it was like so <laughs> worth it. And I, I didn't know how to do any pole moves. Most I did was like grind on the pole a bit, but I think I, that's it. literally That's it.
3: part is. of it, yeah. And I think Confidence. like, you know what, I mean, so many people don't start pole dancing because they're like oh I'm not sexy or I can't do this or I can't do that and you know no one feels sexy when they start because it's massively awkward to just like Mm -hmm. I don't know grind on this thing in your bikini yeah but that's part (laughs) of the fun and and I think it's just challenging that idea that women can't be sexual or that you know you can't use your body in a certain way Mm -hmm. or that if you if you decide to be sexual you should be sexual in you know that one Way that I don't know porn tells you to follow, yeah. Um, so it's you know, it's quite nice that everybody it's an accepting community where everybody just decides to do it their own way, yeah.
1: Number one, the last,
3: it was a while back, um, it was in December, uh, so not that's because I'm not in a relationship at the moment and I'm not. Actively dating because I'm quite I'm quite busy, but also I just haven't met anyone interesting, mm, and I think don't mm. force it. Yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. We've like, all been there. Like yeah. before, that's what I would do. I was kind of like I haven't had sex in a while. Should mm-hmm. be having sex now, and now I'm yeah. kind of like nah. It's. I don't want to have sex with anyone. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to have sex with someone that feels right. Yeah. And I sex was, is always better when you have that connection with someone. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a connection of you know we're gonna get married and have yeah, kids. It can yeah. be a connection of I like you tonight. Yeah. This can happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I think I haven't felt that in a while, and I haven't wanted to force it. Um. Mm-hmm. But I was on holiday, um, visiting a friend in Portugal, and yeah, I, and one of his friends was, um interested and it happened and it was nice and it was it felt safe which i think is also a big part for me that's
2: perfect that's what you want when you fuck you don't want to have like yeah feeling safe is pretty much perfect
3: yeah you don't want to feel oh you know are they gonna kill me now or like are they gonna (laughs) steal my wallet or something like that because um i think part of the reason why i'm not as Sexually active as I was before is because I've been in an abusive relationship, and you know this guy sometimes was quite intense. Like sometimes I would have to have sex not to make him angry, mm-hmm. which oh, is not wow. ideal. And That's then there awful. were yeah, and then there were some like non-consensual episodes as well. So mm-hmm. I was kind like I think now I'm quite attuned to my feelings and thinking like, do I actually wanna have sex tonight? No, then I won't have it. Mm. So I'm not actively looking for it. But with this guy, it was perfect, it was safe. We had a good banter, it was fun. It was actually really sweet. Like we spooned at the end, so it was really cute. That's always nice on like a one-night stand because sometimes you just don't get that. Yeah, you don't. It's kind of like, right, I've come, bye. I've done my job. It, It wasn't like that, it was really nice. Um, yeah so I think you know I'm not a one night stand person but if one night stands are like that I'll take them (laughs) (laughs) nice
2: one fuck two the first
1: fuck
3: Um, I've actually outreached to the person in question before going on this podcast because we're still really good friends. (laughs) That's really admirable of you. Thank you for doing that. I was kind of like, you know what? I'm part of a very sex positive community, but I appreciate that not everybody might be like that. So I can't Mm -hmm. reveal everything to the tiniest detail, but I can say, you know, it was, I was 16. um, He was my first proper boyfriend. Um, We were in the same friends group Mm -hmm. and it was just lovely. Like we'd been doing stuff before because we were 16 and very horny and very attracted to Ooh, each yeah. other uh like we'd gone like down on each other before um but i think we were only dating for like three months when it actually happened and it was amazing it was sweet um nobody felt pressured it just felt natural like a natural progression yeah of what we were doing did you discuss like beforehand like okay like i'm ready You want to have sex no, it was so weird because like we we'd been messing around for like so long, yeah. and then I think I think I initiated it at the time because like yeah I, I I was quite I I've always been quite bossy. <laughs> so I was kind of like I kind of know that you want to do it. Do you want to do it? And he was like, but are you sure? But it? it was like I was Aww. like, let's do it. It's fine. Yeah. And then after that, us being Italian, we had so much food. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like I think my mom. Actually, my mom was downstairs when this happened, oh, by the way. <laughs> wow. yeah. And she like, she loved him and she still does. Like, he's a lovely person. And um, yeah. she, every time he would come at, like to visit, she would just buy sweets. So what? like we <laughs> ate all the sweets oh. after sex. It was amazing. That sounds
1: ba- so, good. so good as well. Your lo- mom's just providing all the after sex. <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> it was great. And A lot of the
2: time you end up going on a day, and then you eat loads. And then when it comes to sex, you're just like, oh God, I feel so forward why have we done this? (laughs) Doing it the other way around is smart.
3: It is, because then you burn, well, you don't burn the calories, but I think we might have had (laughs) sex after the sweets anyway. Oh! So, you know, like just kind of... Double dip. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just don't you know don't plan anything it's it, i'm i'm all about i say that i'm not a plan a planner i am a planner but i try for like emotional stuff just to feel it mm. but we as women are i've i found this
2: throughout life that we plan <laughs> sex you know we we're like okay tonight gonna have sex we shave ourselves we mentally prepare mm. ourselves men don't do that because they don't actually get the opportunity to they just take it when it comes yeah and they're grateful for it well most of the time <laughs> but like mo- most women i mean if you fuck a girl that's spontaneous and hasn't shaved and hasn't done all the, the preliminary stuff you got to be proud about that that you've just taken her out of her mindset of like no I'm not gonna have sex tonight to Fuck! i'm gonna have sex
3: you know what that's so true i haven't thought about it but then you know our whole planning thing leads to so much disappointment oh, oh, then, yeah. Like, oh, you've, oh yeah you've planned everything in your head you've planned i don't know like the birds singing and the yes. soundtrack <laughs> and then it doesn't happen or when it happens it's shit. And then, you know, what have you planned for? Like, you're why so right. why yeah. have you shaved your legs for this douchebag? bag? Oh my yes, God. I've
1: never exactly. really thought about this before. Like, what? there's oh. always been so much disappointment because you always, yeah, you put so much effort in and then suddenly you're just like, why did you I wait, do you're that? You're nice, yeah, like, what's like underwear. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there's pros and cons to planning. Like we, I think it's yeah. just, unfortunately, it's just feminine nature. We plan everything. we, we you know, we plan fucking we marriage are, and organized. kids and, and our life before everything. I mean, you know, this is generalization, but yeah, sex. Yeah. When it goes massive wrong because yeah, they massive stereotypes yeah
3: but like the way women are meant to enjoy sex is not like a woman going out having sex it's a woman having sex in a like loving and relationship scenario because otherwise she's enjoying sex a little too much yeah and therefore like the perfection comes into that like she needs to present herself in a certain way because it has a certain aim and even if you don't have that aim but that presentation is kind of socialized into you like yeah. Yeah. you've been brainwashed to look a certain way yes. pretty much like mm.
2: films movies it's always like shave first and putting in a lipstick and, and wearing a nice outfit and also it, mm-hmm.
1: because of all that stuff as well like the other your partners in the relationship are expecting that yes. all the time
2: when they look up at you they're like oh you look nice and they're yeah. probably thinking oh, are you gonna have sex tonight <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah because like they think that's the know, norm um. <laughs> and i think as soon as you reverse that power structure it's really weird for them like since i've i got into pole dancing i said started you know learning how to do a lap dance and stuff like that. But I think as like it's weird for guys, for certain guys, to get lap dances, because um, they don't—they're not in charge. Like they're used to being yeah. in charge, and they're like, "Why am I not in charge?" And yeah. then when you give them a lap dance, they're like, "Oh shit! Now I'm supposed to do something in yeah. return," yeah. and they freeze on you. <laughs> they don't know what to do, and, yeah. it, and it's really weird for them. So I actually make a point in my life of just challenging every kind of structure and stereotype that you could find, and just making people uncomfortable Definitely. because it's fun. <laughs> Fuck three.
2: The best fuck.
3: Right, so um, I've got two best fucks, so mm. I'll just like blend them into. Yeah, amazing. Uh, or like in, in, in my kind of short summary. So the very <laughs> first one was uh, when I was in the US. So um, after uh, the. A sexy America. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, so after um my abusive relationship i was kind of like you know what fuck all of this i'm just gonna like travel and like be wild and free so i went couch surfing by myself for Ooh. two months and i ended up in new orleans which is an amazing <gasps> my city. favorite place in the whole wide Stop world. It. i so can so hear fun. florence's vagina oh widening right now <laughs> actually,
1: it, it's squirming it's squirming it's so hot
3: and um so i was like sitting at a bar by myself with my beer it, it's it's like a movie and i was like they're not looking that great because i was traveling by myself and this guy just starts talking to me and it turns out we have a bunch of music uh, taste stuff in common we talk for an hour and then and then it was like oh yeah i'm just here i'm a sound engineer for a band but he didn't mention which band uh, didn't want to show off about it and then after an hour i asked him about it and mm-hmm. it was one of my favorite rock stop <gasps> wow. and, and it was what? amazing like it was a 90s band i've got really like weird and old-fashioned <laughs> music taste but i knew them you have and, to say who they are now yeah they're called the afghan wigs you probably oh don't know them but oh, I I love
2: hey them. jack up juice is not in his head yes <laughs> so um so he was the
3: sound engineer i was like oh my god this is so cool amazing so we kept like we went out and whatever and then he took me back to the band's hotel because they own a hotel in new orleans and oh we had my sex god. there and Whoa. it was all like silk what? and uh and we smoked weed and <gasps> so i was like super tingly and he went down on me and it was perfect oh. and he basically just did me for the whole night and oh, it was oh
1: my god what was he like
3: he was like. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine myself. Like, Situation? Skipping past all the juicy details for us, it's not like you. <laughs> He's he was a bit short. He had a he had a beard. I kind of forgot his face because I was so drunk. <laughs> but it was a great experience because he was very sweet and not, you know, not one of those people that just like want to fuck you so bad that mm. it creeps you out. It was it was just like super chill and and it it, it felt like talking to a friend who suddenly got really sexy. Oh. It was, shit. It was, it really it was cool like and like that. when we went home um he started putting some jazz on oh. and obviously you know new orleans after we'd done oh a tour God. of all the bars it was just perfect it that was so much bar. sounds oh. so magical and and then the second time was last year someone that i used to go to uni with but never really hung out with and mm. then you know what happens when you become a pole dancer is that so many people that forgot about you suddenly remember you oh, yeah, they see your ass yeah. on instagram yeah 100 yeah. they're like oh yeah we talked once like hey how are you doing yeah it's I- been a while I'm not I met you, you at Tesco that day, it's exactly <laughs> like that. So um, yes. yeah, he woke up and um, we started messaging for a while and we just agreed to have sex. Like nice. he, he just came to my house We had sex Nine times In, in the night In What One day you Well like Kind of Time. I think he came At like 4pm uh-huh. And then this is Until the morning after So oh. like With food breaks And stuff like that okay. In between But so, still Like how Still How was your, your vagina Vagina yeah, wasn't it, it was not It like swollen dead. and sore It
2: was there. He was he, probably swollen and sore Yeah, yeah.
3: He, he also had quite a big dick So it was quite <laughs> painful oh, Wow <laughs> um, Did but, you use loop? Yeah, okay, thank good, God. Good. Uh, but he was also very good at like going down on me and mm. stuff like that. So it wasn't always like, you know, it wasn't, nine times penetration it was like nine i think like seven times times penetration and other times other stuff but it was great because he was considerate he was fun he was smart it was like this contracted time of having sex and then we never heard from each other again (laughs) interesting but that was like one of your best fucks yeah it was because again like he was respectful but he like it, it was kind of intense and like very passionate but yeah. not in a creepy way that's so random to have that connection with someone when you haven't spoken to them yet.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it
3: is i i feel very lucky but then again i've been so unlucky with other terrible times so i'll take what i can get
1: fuck <laughs> number four the worst fuck
3: so right uh, there has been one episode of non-consensual sex with my ex-boyfriend the abusive one and I'd rather like not go too much into it because mm-hmm. that's not fun I think for people to hear but of it's course. essentially like I didn't want to take part in it and I had to do it and mm-hmm. I don't even consider that as sex because what's the point like I'm not engaging with mm-hmm. this uh, but there have been times where like it's like it's just instances of men being selfish and not listening to you pretty much Yeah, <laughs> which happens a lot so there was this guy I, uh, when i was at uni in my spell of dating really like old-ish men i was mm-hmm. like 21 and this guy was like 15 years older so it like there was a huge age difference and i think he was like kind of trying to impress me really hard uh but it just didn't work oh um, no because yeah. um i think the first time we were messing around he took my t-shirt off and he was like Oh my God, you're gorgeous. But not like in a compliment type way, in (laughs) a, a oh my God, she's gonna like kill me way. Oh my God. And he was like, right, my friend, my friend's here, I've got to go. And he just left. What? And then it was so weird. I was like, we're not teenagers, what's happening? Unless, I mean, maybe he jizzed himself? God. I don't know. Oh, and that they had could... to leave?
2: Ooh. Oh, I haven't thought of that. That could Is be... Is it possible? It but like, uh, Unless you went, fuck, you're too young and I can't do this and I no, need to go. I don't think so. Huh? No,
3: because then we, we kept dating and we kept hanging oh, out. Oh, okay. Up until then we had sex. Well, sex. maybe he didn't feel worthy. I think I'm it, trying to figure this it out. It felt <laughs> like that. It was really weird. And then when we started having sex, he went down on me, he mm-hmm. did me. Everything was great. It was fun. Yeah. Amazing. And then penis did not work scenario yeah. which is fine because i'm i'm bisexual so like penetration for me is not like the be all end and all of sex it yeah. could be without but because he was very upset about it oh it just no. became a huge deal yeah and then and that then it th- snowballs and gets worse and you yeah because you keep of trying it. and it yeah. doesn't happen and it's yeah. embarrassing and then i was like you know what like it's not a big deal it's 3 a.m let's just go to bed yeah. and then i wake up with him trying to like jam his penis it's inside oh, for me just to sake. show me that it works like, and I was I like I promise you it works <laughs> I was like God. bitch please I'm sleeping I'm not in the mood yeah and after that I couldn't sleep so I just waited until six and like I just left and Fuck. never talked to him again because it was just really or rather I tried to talk to him to break up with him yeah. but he just ghosted me for a month and then texted me that he wasn't that into me anyway okay oh, of Jesus. course Christ. and then the other worst time was when I was dating another old guy so um, and he's what he'd watched way too much um, like male directed porn. Yeah. So he talked in that way that I was like, I just need to give something to you.
2: Oh no. Oh, <laughs>
3: stop it. And I was Gross. like, no. Like what, give you bread and wine? Like yeah, what? It was really weird. Ugh, so like basically the, the whole thing was about his penis and he was always very selfish and he would never do anything oh, to me. Sake. So after doing it twice, I was kind of like, <sighs>
2: yeah I mean we yeah. can't we can't blame him he's clearly just he just has no clue yeah he doesn't know he thinks that that is what he sex he might is just like. be selfish I mean he could yeah. just be selfish yeah. he could be right but like most people are just immature in the way
1: that they mm. think about sex because they haven't learned or haven't wanted to learn and also if you've just like learned everything about sex from porn yeah then probably think it, think it's normal yeah? yeah thinks it's normal that's what you want you want to you want to
2: worship my giant
1: cock
3: <laughs> no it's just so sad and actually um an article has come out on vice italy recently where this man wrote an article being like guys i'm sorry to break it to you but your dick isn't everything like yeah. women uh-huh. have to work differently and and i think yeah there's been especially in older men i think there is not like you can't find this will to re-educate yourself to the new woman that actually knows what you know needs yeah. to get into her vagina That's which is not so always true. your your dick and you know just that it's yeah. hard because yeah.
2: also Porn back then, you know, through the nineties, if you're of that age where like porn came came out and you're obsessed with it, then that is what you think sex should be like and Mm. everybody wants. It's maybe before then, maybe um, people of an older age had the appreciation of a different way like looking at porn in magazines and the imaginary and really worshiping a, a woman and her breasts and her boobs, I mean, and her vagina. I mean her pussy. Oh, for fuck's sake! Breast, boobs,
1: breast, Tins boobs, so line
2: <laughs> Sorry, her tits and ass. <laughs> yeah. Then
1: it, you know, it it just totally depends on how people. Yeah, learn. I wanted to go back to talking about guys losing wood because like that is a completely normal thing to happen and i think so the normal. reason that guys get so caught up in their head is that they don't think that it is normal yeah, yeah. they're like oh my god i have to be able to get hard and fuck this woman it's, but it's oh sorry it's just like it's totally normal it's, it's happened as, to so many people
2: it's as normal as premature ejaculation it's mm-hmm. also as normal as women not being able to come yeah and that you know we're so used to that oh you know it's quite hard for me to not be able to come but for men to not achieve would like that's that it's happened to me so many times and I wish that I had known how to handle it yeah back then because I did the stupid thing and I didn't make it into a big deal I was like oh it's okay but i didn't make it okay yeah and i didn't make yeah. it like oh, okay we can do other stuff well. yeah You're because like, i want to have
1: sex why why can you not get hard
2: especially because loads of women think it's their fault yeah they're not getting hard because of them and that's that's nothing to do with the bloke it's literally like yeah. to do with their their self-esteem yeah. and the the first thing that they think of is i'm hideous yeah. they're I'm not hot, attracted I'm not to hot me enough and it could probably be the other way around where they're so attracted to you that they're actually nervous yeah, yeah. It's like performance
3: anxiety and i think yeah. condoms have a big role to play in this because i used to do i used to do pr for durex and i was all about you know like debunking the myths about condoms yeah. and the issue is that so many guys think that you know the condom is gonna like make them lose wood and yeah. it's not about that like actually it's your problem if you're like you know if it's not happening because um it's just that when you're putting on a condom it kind of breaks the moment breaks up the moment yeah. where you're like you really into your head like mm. a little bit and that, yeah well, well, that's when, when you're like really taught, well,
2: but... we have been taught that oh you have to put on the condom and everything has to stop and honestly if you are both attracted to each other that, that shouldn't play a part the condom should be almost an exciting part of sex exactly like, well we're yeah. gonna have sex now it, it yeah sh- but i have heard so many people say that they lose wood when it comes to a condom so many yeah
3: because so many. because they lose the moment of like really like big attraction but also they're kind of they know that this is happening and therefore like they just get up in their own head yeah and i think what what i tend to do is kind of like first of all just say if you can't, if, you know, if if it doesn't work out, it's fine. I'm yeah. not that into penises anyway. I like, <laughs> I always make it about that. And it actually works with guys because guys are like, oh, okay, you know, if I don't get hard, she's not going to kill me or like she's not going to yeah. think I'm a loser. Yeah. And actually after that, they get hard. So it works. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> or, you know, if they if they put on a condom and then, you know, um, they they need to kind of be looked after a bit more, I'm happy mm. to do that. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, you can't always be like, high like hard and yeah. you know ready all the time it's the same yeah. with us like just we're not wet all
2: the time yeah. a lot of the time we can be but sometimes mm-hmm. we can dry up that's just yeah so
1: many times yeah
2: you're just like oh pass the loop please yeah that yeah. friction
3: and it's just <laughs> the pressure of like you know again porn like these guys are always hard these guys are always exactly. perfect and you know it's not how it right. works and people never talk about the bad times yeah. the times
1: when
2: This is a, this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from
1: BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like, People are only ever talking about, like, all those really great times.
3: Yeah, because that's not the purpose of... Like, for some people, the purpose of talking about sex is to, I don't know, show off. Mm. And the purpose of watching porn is to be aroused. Mm. So, of course, they're not going to make a porn film where people don't come or where people don't get hard. Yeah. But you have (laughs) to distance yourself from what is porn and fiction and reality, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Root Insurance puts you in control. Fuck number five. The fuck
3: that made me. I would say probably the first time I slept with a woman. Mm. Oh, wow. Because, you know, like when you sleep with guys, especially like in the pre-Me Too era and in the pre-women that were sex positive era, it was always like, right, the guy, as we just said, you know, the guy gets hard, the guy comes and then... You know, That's if it. if you come, you're lucky. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then with, with women, it's just so different. And I think there's also this idea that women almost look after you in bed. Like it had never happened to me before sleeping with a woman that someone would be like are you lying comfortably on the bed do you want a pillow under your head or maybe do you want a pillow under your lower back Aww. and I was just like wow you know like Damn, it, yeah. it's not just about them coming it's actually about how comfortable I feel because and and like this person was a giver so mm. you know and like I, I met her on a dating app and we'd been like hanging out for a while and then I had a free weekend um and she she had a free weekend too so we spent like the whole weekend in bed pretty much it was oh lovely. that sounds amazing um but it was just so good because there was no pressure um even when I wanted to like go down on her and stuff yeah she was up for it but she was more interested in like doing me which Ooh. is nice <laughs> so so yeah. good. it was really good <laughs> but I think like yeah like the main thing was that oh wow like she's looking after me like she's mm-hmm. kind and this is something that maybe I should start expecting like it, it made yeah. me feel better about asking what i wanted i Mm -hmm. think um and i think for me it was also a massive thing because i've always known that i was attracted to women i think i fell in love with a girl when i was like 15 Mm -hmm. yeah Um, but i never and and i never made it into too big a deal because i was kind of like i'm attracted to both i don't need to like come out or whatever Mm -hmm. but i think like my dad was very worried about it because he thought that you know it wasn't something that i wanted it was something that maybe had been imposed on me maybe someone had done something wrong to me and that's why yeah i mean um italy can be very conservative sometimes yeah (laughs) um but i think like when when it happened it was nice for me because i was like I've actually like I am now officially bi because I've slept with a woman but also it wasn't wrong it wasn't sick there was nothing wrong with it it was really nice it was an amazing experience
2: and for all those years as well you question yourself about being bi because you hear a lot of the times where people don't like people who are bi because it's like well you have to choose a side or are you just saying bye to be cool
3: yeah and Mm -hmm. at least you know you
2: could have a a gay experience and go you know what all that time where i thought i was bi i wasn't bullshitting that was actually who i was
3: yeah and i think also you know there's that idea in the bi community like but are you like 50 50 are you like 20 80 or whatever (laughs) and i'm kind of like i don't work like that i fall for the person as opposed for you know what they've got between their legs i know that i'm more attracted to women physically but i know that i've also dated more men yeah Um, but it was like that that was life-changing for me because i realized so many things that I liked. And also, this is quite funny. My friends are going to be so proud of me. (laughs) But this is when I started masturbating because up until the age of 21, I had never masturbated. Wow. And that was because I never felt the need to do it because I, I had boyfriends readily available when I started getting horny so like everything was done for me and I didn't and after that I was like I I don't think I need to Mm. and then yeah and then before I slept with this girl when I knew that it was gonna happen I was like shit she's got a vagina and I don't know how to use it (laughs) (laughs) and like I've got to learn my body so that I can please her yeah exactly and that was really nice because that has helped me a lot especially in the past few months (laughs) yeah well
1: we we always say that if you want to learn how to please someone else you've got to get in touch with your own body first Mm. find figure out what you like and then you can kind of learn what other people like because we are all human beings we we all like different things but then there are loads of similar things too
2: yeah exactly but it does make sense though if you've only ever had sexual and pleasurable experiences with other people you almost feel like well why would i bother with that yeah. down there mm-hmm. you don't really want to break the status quo was it the first time you masturbated or the first time you orgasm you're like why have i not been doing this the entire time yeah it was really <laughs> funny
3: because like i was kind of like oh that's what they were talking about <laughs> <laughs>
2: pieces put together because i have
3: my friends like keeping me in check like every now and then i get a call or like when we go for brunch they're like so how long has it been since you've had sex then i was like yeah this much and they were like okay so are you masturbating at this and I'm like yes and they're like good girl oh. like, they, they just know that it didn't used to happen before they oh. sound like good friends they look yeah. oh. they're amazing and then they're like so it, like a few years back they were like so now you've been masturbating for a while I think you need my vibrator <laughs> yes it's <laughs> yeah, really nice I love them so it's,
2: friends who share can, yeah you exactly
3: <laughs> it's amazing it's so cool sometimes like I remember once with a friend we did a sex shop crawl because she was looking <gasps> for stuff and I was like, I think I'll buy a vibrator now. Yeah. Which
1: which first one did you
2: get? I was literally um, about
3: to ask that. Like, which you like get? Just like the small ones, the bullets. I yes. really like them. Cause that was they're, my first one Because they're very Most easy to carry best. around when you're traveling.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: yeah because because I travel a lot because now i'm doing a phd and um when my when my students are on holiday and when my lecturers are on holiday i just go back to italy because it's nicer to spend the summer in sardinia oh yeah but my parents (laughs) because my parents work for an airline they've told me all these like horror stories of old ladies being spotted with like huge dildos i was gonna (laughs) say yeah like a little tiny vibrator you could be like oh sorry but like you pull out this huge (laughs) giant thing i mean now i feel that i'd be much more confident to pull out a giant thing and be like i don't know challenging oh, yeah. them with a, like a sword but like yeah. before i was so quite what <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a
2: rite of passage i love being stopped with a vibrator in my bag i always yeah. have a vibrator in my bag have Ooh. you been stopped before yeah but i don't think it was about the vibrator uh. i think it was just being stopped and like oh can we check in the bag and i was like well yes you can <laughs> hello and they're always like oh
3: my god <laughs> I, I wish we hadn't what done do this
2: we do? yeah no i lap it up i'm just like yeah and what mate
3: yeah <laughs> it's so funny because like People get so embarrassed. Like, it happened the same to me when I, I was stopped at the, like, yeah, at the check-ins or whatever, because they thought that I had, like, four guns. And oh, my like, God. Four guns? Who carries four guns? Do they say this their- to you? You have yeah. four guns? Yeah, they're what? like, you have four guns in their handbag. What the hell? I had four, I had two pairs of stripper shoes, Yeah, <laughs> of course. <Fuck. laughs> and they're like this big, but they do look like guns. But I was Fuck. like, how stupid do you think I am? Yeah, <laughs> well, oh my yeah God. especially,
2: I mean, uh, I guess they can't really stereotype, but yeah. I imagine walking into a place, like one gun is hard enough to find surely, but yeah. four of them.
1: <laughs> For fuck's sake. I'm gonna say letters in this um, question because they have named people. Um, This summer I'm going on holiday with my friends. We're four people in total. R and R are a couple, whereas me and A are just friends. The point is, we are both single and two years ago we almost fucked, so I was hoping maybe that we would act as a couple, or should I say exactly what I want. We'll be sleeping in the same bed. Do you have any advice? Do you get, okay, so do you get the question.
2: Yeah, so basically, they fancied someone two years ago. They nearly fucked, and they're yeah. going on holiday together. Yeah,
3: with another couple. So they are. That's they're blatantly gonna fuck. I mean, they're sleeping in the same bed. Yeah. Like I am, am so hoping that fuck. they're gonna fuck. I'm gonna live vicariously through their
1: life. So basically, she's asking whether she should be upfront about the fact that she wants to fuck this guy. I guess.
2: 120 (laughs) percent i mean i like i know and i feel it in the bottom of my pussy that they're gonna fuck
3: yeah (laughs) i hope so for them oh Um, i hope so it would be lovely because i mean there is precedent but that being said i think it's easier to kind of go out one night and then you know see how it plays out and maybe kiss him because it's easier to do it outside and like talk about it and mm. actually it's easier to like play around instead of talking about it because if you actually just lay it out it might be awkward and you, if you're kind of like i kind of wish that we fuck right now it's it's yeah. always good to say it up front but if you're if you say it on the first day of the holiday and then he says no then you yeah. have to sleep you with him ruin
2: the whole holiday oh, yeah it's a very yeah, good that point is, it's a really yeah. good point because it's, it's we all want to be upfront about things but it again it's very different with the whole male and female mindset. Women like to be up front. They like it all dished out on the surface. Men don't want that. They don't, they, they want a chase, you know? Yeah. So if mm. you do kind of tease it and you flirt and you make it exciting and sexy yeah. and then follow his lead. So you might not, I mean, you know them better than we do. They might be quite shy. Maybe you feel like you have to make the first kiss for anything to go anywhere. <laughs> but I would, I would definitely yeah. be all flirty and fun and holiday-like and if he does, or they, she, follow through. I don't
1: know if it was a, a guy or a girl. It's, to bed with. it's a, so it was a, a question from a girl. and okay. it's about a guy. Okay, cool. Oh, it is from a guy, and Ooh. he's talking about a
3: girl. Okay, cool. Ooh. New answer, new ground. <laughs> then it might. It might be different. Yeah, it might because um, I don't know. Like I think sometimes women. Like, I think, again, like, the attitudes that women have in different situations have changed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe she'd be, like, more, um, so it could be that, like, if she's agreed to sleep in the same bed as him, yeah. it might be that, you know, she's probably keen. But again, it's, yeah. it's easier to kind of just see how it plays out. Mm-hmm um consensually way yeah way and out. also
1: i wouldn't be afraid of like bringing it up in conversation definitely
2: mm. not now the tables have turned yeah i yeah. feel like a, a, um i mean it, i wish it wasn't this way i wish yeah. that men and women weren't so different but we are and this yeah. is what we have to try and figure out But the fact, if if he is upfront about it and he's like, look, I would like this to happen, Mm -hmm. it's in your court, it's up to you, then she can choose and she Mm -hmm. will feel more comfortable about the situation.
3: Yeah, I think so. Like, I think, you know, I have so many friends that were either my ex-boyfriends or someone I've slept with. Yeah. And... um, there, there have been occasions in which we had to sleep in the same bed, mm-hmm. and we would actually clarify that. We'd be like, "I'd be keen to sleep together again," or you know, "I know we've slept together in the past, but maybe it's better if it doesn't happen yeah. this time." Yeah, oh, that's good. And then, so mature. And then it, it, you know, when you sleep together, yes, you do feel a bit of tension, but you're not afraid of where things might go. Yeah. Um. And and I think it's nicer. It's interesting, isn't
1: it? Because I've been thinking, like, you could like, have all these thoughts in your head and, like, oh, my God, I'm going to have this, like, amazing, sexy, like, holiday and you'll get, like, really, like, hyped up about it. Mm-hmm. But, and, like, part of that is really exciting. Yeah. And you can take that with you and have, like, a really exciting, like, attention type, But then also you might just be setting yourself up for, like, huge disappointment. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's really, but it's really tricky because if you say, like, at the beginning, oh, like, um, I kind of fancy you, like, do you want to, like maybe get together this holiday or whatever and they're like no yeah (laughs) because you don't want that to be the thing that you remember when you go home yeah that the person you wanted to have fun with didn't want to have fun back or you really wanted to have fun with them and you couldn't quite make yourself reach out and flirt or dive in for the kiss yeah take things
2: as they come go easy and I would definitely feel it out I mean you can tell if someone's into you You can tell I know it can be hard but if they're flirting back if they're being smiley if maybe ask ask this person out for a drink separately Be like, I'd like to go out for dinner with you separately or let's go for a drink or do you fancy going to the bar with me I'm putting on my fingers like this like (laughs) imagining we're in some resort do you fancy coming and getting a drink with me alone have some alone time together and and
1: see where you stand Yeah, yeah just hype up the flirting see see what happens see what the response is
3: definitely because i think like i don't know i feel like this thing that they almost slept together two years ago could be the elephant in the room like yeah. oh you know do you remember that time where it nearly happened yes uh-huh. address that yeah, that would yeah. be good
2: see where they go they'd be like oh it's a shame that never happened or maybe like thank god that didn't happen and then at least you know where you go <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. i think
3: it's an easy way of addressing that because yeah, yeah I- i've had many occasions where I I almost slept with someone and then I was like oh thank god. <laughs> so it, it's just like I think actually having that question makes things clear. Yeah. Uh, but again feeling it out depending on the person's vibe. Yeah. yeah. Fucking how
1: This week's no. sex story is My boyfriend and I were both pretty drunk and I think we thought we were less drunk than we actually were. He was going down on me, and he started incorporating my vibrator, and cool. was fingering me. And all of a sudden, I could fit. I can feel vibrations, but I can't figure out where it was coming from. Turns out he'd, st- <laughs> turns out he had gotten the bullet vibrator stuck very far up inside me. Whoa. This then became me lying on my back, legs spread, and my boyfriend clawing... <laughs> This vibrator out of me and telling me softly to stay calm. Oh god. (laughs) Clawing sounds awful. Oh no. That doesn't
2: sound (laughs) right. Stay calm, I'll get it out. He was probably panicking, like, but stay (laughs) calm. So in that situation, Push. it is true, you should stay calm because the more you freak out, the more you tense up and the harder it is to get the out. muscles
3: will just contract yeah. inside you. Oh, I want to know if they managed to get it out or if she had to go to hospital. Yeah, and- A&E. Oh. Yeah, they didn't say, they didn't say. Because you know, like I-, I come from a very small town, and there's always that story of a girl who got like a sausage stuck inside, a sausage, her or something like that, <laughs> or oh, Italian never, sausage. Yeah, you never, Stop you it. never know if it's <laughs> was true. Was it but, or something? Uh, I don't know. You never, you, you literally never know if it's true. But like, there's always a story of someone that's been to the hospital yeah, because yeah, yeah, there was that yeah, stuck yeah. inside them. So I want, I hope that she uh, wasn't yeah, the girl. It was okay. I mean,
2: if
1: it's a bullet vibrator, they're really easy to come
2: out. Yeah, but like also
1: quite thin it's yeah. not like pushing out a menstrual cup it's like
2: no i don't think you'd be maybe if you stood up and jumped mm. maybe if you were slippery <laughs> it could fall out or yeah. i mean i could definitely push stuff out of my vagina yeah. Uh, it do, yeah it does also depend on your pelvic floor as well and what kind of muscles you got going down yeah. there because a
1: lot of people don't know how yeah sometimes you can actually get a tampon stuck inside you yeah, yeah. bullets it's a
3: similar shape to a tampon mm. so yeah can you please do a video tutorial of how to push stuff out of your vagina i think i would really <laughs> like to know
2: <laughs> I will try. I mean, all I can think of is like, it's a front poo. Like, okay. <laughs> you what? push, but through the front. You know, you know when you're weeing and you hold it and you let go and you hold it. I've always been taught to do that wee exercises. It's almost a bit like that. Mm. It's a bit like your, your kegels. Yeah. Uh, but it is a definite different move. If I was going to push a moon cup out, mm-hmm. then I would be like... It's like you're having a baby. Yeah, I'm trying to do it now. I'm like...
3: <gasps> You see, you'd be an amazing pole dancer. So many moves are about pushing with your vagina. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Cause I mean like, you know, when they do that really sexy, like body rolling down the pole and then they go down yeah. on the floor. Yeah. That's like just your vagina that's like pushing Pulsating. <gasps> we well, like, should do a
2: pole dancing class and vlog it all. Oh my you God. Should. Please. Yeah, we definitely should. Like, Do you do want have... to be our teacher?
3: Yeah, I mean, I could. We, <laughs> can <laughs> book, we can book like a studio hire or something. Oh my God, should we do that? That would be it's so cool, it. yeah. It be amazing. We should definitely do that and vlog it, yeah.
1: She well, matches. unfortunately, everyone, it is time for us to fuck off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have to say fuck off to you and fuck mm. off to us. and
3: Thank and fuck you off so everybody.
1: much for coming Thank on. It's been you. so good. Thank You've you.
3: You've been for our having first me. pole
1: dancer on the show.
2: Yay! Yay.
3: So excited. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.
2: Amazing. Pop that cherry. How do people find you if they want to look you
3: up? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Blogger on pole without the A. It's just blogger on poll and then pollcom for my blog and all my weird ramblings and my book on Amazon is called Bad Tender so bad slash tender. Um, so yeah. I that's
1: mispronounced it. like I miss said that right when I introduced you at the beginning of the podcast.
3: That's fine everybody does because maybe <laughs> that's <laughs> the name that I should have picked for myself but blogger that's too on late. April. <laughs> but that's too late now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> blogger on poll.
3: It's all right don't well, worry well guys I hope you've enjoyed
2: this wonderful podcast also if you want to check out go onto our instagram and where we've posted a little picture of us comment your pole dance song we want to know
1: yeah yeah yes do that do. that's a really good idea
2: that's a real good idea that's a real good one Reid. but of course also like rate us five stars favourite it download subscribe. it subscribe but... all that
1: shit and thanks for listening all the way to the yeah. end <laughs> and if you have your own sex stories that you want to send us in DM us on Instagram DM us if you have a question and we will
3: answer them on our podcast oh yes lucky things bye everybody bye, bye. bye.
0: Nice. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.